Hi friends, this is JFET. Whether you're around the corner or across the world, welcome to The Daily Walk. I want you to take a moment today to pause in Jesus and see what new thing could take place in your life. At the end of this podcast, you can download our app, Boulder Church, or visit us online at boulder.church to connect. And remember, we would love to hear from you as we prepare for our messages every Saturday morning on The Daily Walk. Good morning. It's Sunday, September 2. Welcome to Daily Walk. I'm Becky Oliveira, And I'm Japheth Oliveira. Let us pray and uh, begin a whole new uh, Daily Walk this week and a new day today as well. Heavenly Father, just again, want to thank you, Lord, for a fresh start of a new week. I want to thank you for today. I want to thank you, Lord, for the ability that we have and the freedom we have to be able to read your word, to hear you speak through it to us and uh, apply it to our lives. God, I ask uh, for guidance and for fresh insight and uh, for application into our lives today. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Okay, we are reading, as we always do on Sunday, from the English Standard Version, Romans 8, 12 through 17. We don't always do that, but we're doing that this week. Subtitle is Heirs with Christ. So then, brothers, we are debtors, not to the flesh, to live according to the flesh. For if you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if by the Spirit you put to death the deeds of the body, you will live. For all who are led by the Spirit of God are sons of God. For you did not receive the spirit of slavery to fall back into fear, but you have received the spirit of adoption as sons by whom we cry, Abba, Father. The Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God, and if children, then heirs, heirs of God and fellow heirs with Christ, provided we suffer with him in order that we may also be glorified with him. All right. Really long text, as you can tell. No, this is nice. It was short and sweet. <laughs> and when we get to the message sometime this week, I, we'll I, see. I'm confused, though. Why wasn't it repeated three or four times in different <laughs> ways? Because I feel like I, I don't really understand what it was about this time. Yeah, I know. If only if only Paul repeated. Well, actually, he does repeat a little bit here, but it's not that yeah, much. Little, yeah. yeah. Okay, good. So our recalibrate question for today, then, uh, for, for today, based on this text. And uh, if you, I'd encourage you to read The Daily Walk. It's at boulder.church forward slash daily. And, uh, and have a look there because the recalibrate questions come out of the reflection from that today. So here it is. What beautiful examples have you seen where the seemingly impossible became possible? Now, where do you, how do you get that out of this text? <laughs> Just out of curiosity. I, I, I'm stalling You're stalling. Oh, yeah. I wrote a really good daily walk for this. I okay, thought it was pretty good. So, is... so here's the thing. Uh, this text for me, Paul is saying here that we are heirs with Christ. He's, he's basically saying that we are adopted, we belong to him, and when we belong to him, we belong to the Father. Uh, we actually live a different life. And he says, this is the beauty, the beauty of it. You no longer live a life of flesh that takes you to death, but you live a life that's great. And there is transformation that happens. So, so you're saying that the seemingly impossible would yeah. be that you could move from death into life. Yeah, and then there are people that you know that something's happened in their life and or you've seen something happen. You think, that's fantastic. And by the power of God, something amazing happened in their life, transformed it. Or something really just ordinary, just beautiful happened. See, I'm trying to think about this. My dad, it's so funny, he sent me a quote. It applies to this a little bit. It's not an example, exactly. But I really liked it. It was very uplifting. It was a couple days ago. It said this, There's nothing so inevitable that it cannot be changed by a few dedicated individuals. Apparently, John McCain said that. He just died a few days ago. And I thought, that's pretty nice to think about. Because, you know, sometimes you feel a bit, you know, bleak about the trajectory of the way that things can look. Oh yeah. But that people and you know, I guess in our context of 
that we're talking about, God also has some agency in terms of changing things. Yeah. But I'm trying to think of anything. I can't think of examples where I've seen something that I genuinely thought was impossible become possible. Huh. Well, have I, you? Well, I, I think that I have seen... I've seen lives where something small happened and an entire trajectory changed in their life and that was just unexpected and something good came out of it. And then I have seen things in people's lives where I'm just like, that's amazing. That's an amazing story. And, and I'm so pleased for that and great to hear about See, transformations kind of, and stuff. I'm not that surprised when people turn themselves around. Yeah. You know, I guess I've worked with students for a long time and so people, kids who seem... You know, like they're going nowhere often mm. turn out to be fantastic adults. So that doesn't seem very surprising mm. to me. It's almost I like, like the well, surprise yeah. every time. I mean, yeah. Not that I it's believe that nice everybody surprise. not that I believe that everybody's like on you know. But I, I think it would be weird <laughs> to really take a fatalistic view that this will never turn around. I mean, who does that? Are there that many there things that people, we think though. of as being oh. impossible? No, I think I think the other side the flip side of it is that I, I, I have sat down with a lot of people who just feel, you know, demotivated, uh, feel there's no way forward, they can't see through the fog, they can't see through the crisis that they're in, and they have no way out. Or they're, you remember I told you that story about when I went to teach, um, do a little orientation about England and what life is like in England at uh, that school up the road. And uh, I sat down with this school of kids who are just about to get ready to graduate high school, uh, and some of them were talking about, oh, this one boy, really sharp, bright kid in the front row. And he's, oh, man, I'm going to quit school. I'm at the legal yeah, age where I get to quit school. You remember that, that story? Great, yeah. And then he said, you know, I've, I've learned how to work with an old Apple computer. And I'm learning how to, you know, with a screwdriver and soldering iron. And I can, <laughs> I can fix them up. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> to teach myself how to do this. I'm going to just quit all of this. And, and who needs an education? Who needs this? I'm just going to get out of here as he quick as I can. go live on the top of a junkyard. Nobody's oh, going to care man. if you can fix I just, an old Apple computer. And I looked at him and I talked to his teacher afterwards. And, and I just said, you know, I look at that boy. And I see so such bright yeah. potential, right? And I want to see that boy kind of be captured and brought into a place where he could see the benefit of continuing his education, not giving up just yet, and and going for the fast buck. Because he said, "I'm getting fifteen dollars an hour, and I'm going to get like eighteen <laughs> before you know." I'm like, I I, I wanted to say to him. <laughs> That's not going to take you far, you know. It's okay not, when you're living with your parents. Well, but you know, I was thinking about this also in terms of impossible and hmm. possible. I was thinking about it in terms of miracles because something I've often been skeptical about is um, healing stories. Oh yeah, yeah. But I can't think of a single example of anyone who has an illness that's genuinely known to be incurable oh. who's ever <sighs> been cured. What? Now, you what? you get people often who are cured of cancer, but that's known to be curable. It's not always curable, but it is. Now, something, my mother has Parkinson's disease. Mm -hmm. That's not known to be cured, curable, mm -hmm. and she has not been cured, and I don't know of anyone who ever has. Hmm. And there are other things. Um, someone doesn't go from being HIV positive, I don't think, to not being. Hmm. You know, there are certain things. So that makes me... Suspicious. Kind of want, well, I don't, <laughs> suspicious isn't exactly the right word, but it does make you wonder a little bit about the nature of a medical miracle. What, what is that exactly? Is it only something that happens within the realm of things that are technically possible? Yeah, and that you know maybe unlikely, but they do happen, like getting better from something. I have not. Whereas there are other yeah. things that you cannot get better from, like you lose a limb; it doesn't grow back. Yeah, no matter how much you pray, um, that isn't going to happen. So. That would know. be 
that would be different, wouldn't it? And maybe. I mean, the other argument would be, yeah. well, the fact that we think that it can't happen is the reason it doesn't happen because we have inadequate faith. You know, that so be, that's always the argument. But to me, that's just a little too too convenient to have it come down to that. Because I, I don't really think love that the all limb, the people who are cured of other things that just comes back. Yeah, well, just that, I mean, comes that back. would in fact be pretty cool, wouldn't it? That would be pretty fantastic. Um, but yeah, so I, I don't know. I don't see a lot of impossible things, genuinely impossible things, huh. being possible or becoming. Well, possible. I mean, not to go too far on the side note of of all the the miracle stuff, but I, I think that that's actually uh, a really interesting subject. And I've had people, you know, come and say, you know, we need to gather people together. We need to go to the Book of James, and we need to pray harder and bring every single thing there and and just have more faith and we'll heal this so my i have without doing a tremendous amount of study into it my my take on miracles uh is that miracles take place in the bible um always related to the gospel always related to the proclamation of the gospel that i use the word always used always related to if it's going to bring the message forward that's when the miracle the the kind of um, partition of normal comes becomes visible, and uh, and I think that's how I see miracles as opposed to them being God on tap to m- manipulate God. And you know, if you just have enough people praying, if you just have it all working out, then God is like, oh, mm. well, sixteen of you prayed now, so now there's been a good lobby group. I, I will I will change my ways and come and, and intervene at that point. So I, I don't see God working that way, but. Um, in my study so far. So I'm happy to hear what other people think about that. Our time is up for today. Uh, So think about that. Think about people you know. Um, Think about lives. Think about your own life as well. And uh, what Paul is trying to pull through this little short passage here, which we've broken out for the next part of this series that we're in right now, uh, is that there is something powerful about belonging to God and your life becomes different. So what beautiful examples have you seen where the seemingly impossible became possible? Look after each other, live love, and we'll connect tomorrow. Hey, thanks again for listening to the Daily Walk podcast today. Hey, if you remember, if you have any questions, reach out to us online at boulder.church. And if you can help support us, please feel free to give online at boulder.church forward slash give. Until next time, look after each other and live love. Thank you.